clean out those air drums and get ready for the SOC explosion. It's the State of Combat podcast on CBS Sports with your boy, the Brian Campbell, back with the box. Bonus edition. Bang, bang, bang. Try and stop me. Bang. It's your boy, BC, always filling your week with so much dang audio. Fresh off of UFC 245. Instant analysis over the weekend. Heck, we gave you a special box interview pod late last week that I hope you checked out. TLC from WWE. Now we're back to reset, to shift gears, to shift focus. Yes, don't worry. We will have a separate boxing show this Tuesday. Rafe Boogs and I recapping the weekend that was in the top-ranked triple header from MSG. Spinning it forward and looking ahead to Saturday's Fox showdown, the rematch for the WBC Junior Middleweight Championship when Tony Harrison and Jermel Charlo, wow, 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 do the business that we were all we are all excited to check out. But this bonus pod is all about those two, all about getting you fired the heck up. Your boy BC has interviews in the can, brother, from the set of PBC Face to Face, from that transitional period between that fiery press conference that we all saw, that fire hot friggin fire pbc face to face episode that all of you except for rafe have hopefully seen in between that time i sat down in a moving vehicle separately with both fighters you're gonna hear those chats today look it's no punches pulled when a charlo's talking about a harrison and a harrison's talking about a charlo i do encourage you if you want more if you haven't seen this face-to-face episode Look, I love that show. I love doing that show. I love taking what the face-off Max Kellermans and the 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 British version that we've seen for years with Johnny Nelson, taking what they're doing, doing a little different, spinning it up a little bit with PBC and Fox. And in that type of setup, you need players. You need personalities. And this was the most fun episode that we've ever done. I've said it before that we originally did an episode for these two back in May ahead of their scheduled June rematch. The Episode never saw the light of day, of course, because Tony Harrison pulled out with that injury. You know what happens next. Jermel said he was faking, all that stuff. We reboot the show, and it was fan fantastic. It was real. It was grimy. I mean, look, you can only edit so much into a 22-minute broadcast. I bet you there's stuff on that cutting room floor. In fact, I know. I remember when Jermel snapped at me in the middle of the taping, like, when are you going to ask me a question? When are you going to let me talk? I'm like, Jermel. I already know you're the best. Yeah, you know I'm the best. Yeah. Thank you to the journalist, uh, you know, Marcos Viejas for being in that clip right there. Um, that show was wild. What you saw, and it was only like a sampling in the, in terms of that episode, and it was great. And I hope you enjoyed that. You're gonna get a lot of splashes of that in today's bonus episode. Look, this is a great fight. Technic, stylistically, the the dislike between each other, what it means, you know. I mean, look, it's no secret. The Charlos are potential budding stars here that mean a lot to Al Heyman and the PBC brand. So this is big to get Jermel back on track to defeat. A guy who's played that role of spoiler so perfectly, both in the ring and on the microphone, in Tony Harrison. So, look, keep those ear holes primed and ready because the 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 it's an it's it's uh it's not strap season, it's insertion season from the headphones going in and the one and only performance enhancing audio filling you up 
badass week of shows for you ahead. Fresh off a of badass week of shows. Fresh off a of badass week of shows. On and on, all that, and then some tall, pale, and handsome. It's your bloated boy, BC. And how about since it's the holidays, folks? Yeah, I want you to go to ballsy.com. I want to keep you, your jewels jolly and all that. Shout out to my to my friends in that regard. But uh, even more, I want you to let your voice be heard. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you consume fine audio. Hey, you want to go to JDate? If you can find our show on there, and you can find Eric Raskin's picks on there, please, you know, Tell them BC sent you a five-star review. Rate it. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see, who's your pick for fight, fighter of the year, all that good stuff. Hit us up. We are putting out this audio for free, baby. All right? The only cost is your time and the way it may change your life when we're just firing off weapons into your ear hole. Yeah, hopefully Khan did you know, <laughs> shoot out his gun. Thank you, Ahmad El Ali, my man. All right, um, whew, let me catch my breath here, okay? Yes, please, thank you, all right? I mean, this ain't Birdo. This is, you know what it is. You're facing the real one. This is what I asked This is what you're going to get. You're going to get this. That's what I want, the real deal. The raw dog. Okay. This is the real one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hey, how about, uh, if, did you catch Teofimo Lopez Jr. in last week's bonus box interview episode in which... He's talking about huevos. It's huevos season. I'm like, bro, that's how I live my life. I am more man. I have bigger huevos. I'm like, that's how I approach my campeones, okay? I know what you're talking about, Teo. Thank you. Thank you very, very, very much. Again, uh, your regular boxing episode for regular fans is Tuesday this week. Rafe Books and I breaking down everything you saw on ESPN post-Heisman on Saturday. Today, it's about this fight Saturday night, though. It's about... Harrison, it's about Charlo. I don't really know where this match is going because I've spent so much time with both guys. And if you watch that PBC face-to-face episode, there is ebbs and flows there where it's obvious early on that Tony Harrison is in Jermel Charlo's head. But then there's a point that they switch roles and switch gears. And I even called out on the broadcast, Jermel, are you in Tony's head now? I don't get why he won't answer my questions. It, it, it's wild. Uh there's potential for fireworks in this fight. They have done a great job building this. They've done a great job, Fox and PBC, really reaching into the personalities here and and, and lubing them up. That's what it's all about. All about, it's, all, it's, all about it's all about the lube, man. Thank it's you. all about Thank just... You. Thank you, Keith. Thank you. Keith is always on point with things in terms of what it's about, what he supports. I'm pro boner, broner in that fight. I'm, I'm, always, I'm, always, I'm always a pro of that. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Um, what else? Odds and ends, cleanups, whatever. I don't know. Um, I just love me, my fans. All right. Our fans here at the, at the state of combat, at the, at the face, at the, uh, tip to tip. What do we call the show in this Campbell, in this Campbell, uh, state, state of combat. I, I mean, look, we wouldn't be anyone without you guys. Okay. So all you weirdos and hardcores, like, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything always. Okay. We don't do this show unless you people are weird enough. You know, the, the, the Maddie C's at MGC Speaks, that guy's always in my DMs. It, we don't do it, okay? We don't do it without you guys. So thank you for supporting us all the way in this endeavor. Yes, all right. Um, I think that's enough. I think that's all I got for now. I think it's time that we throw it to a word from our friends and sponsors. But on the other end, folks, you're going to want to hear this. It's Jermel Charlo up first, followed by Tony Harrison. One-on-ones with your boy, BC. 
getting you jazzed up. We'll have the full preview of this fight on Tuesday's episode, but today is just a little sample. I hope you're ready for this. I was born ready. <laughs> Thank you, Red. Thank you, Big Red. Born ready. We'll see you on Saturday night. Uh, they're telling me I should finish. Okay. Uh, coming up after this break, it's the voices you need to hear. Thank you for supporting the show. We love you back, okay? We love you. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Enjoy. Coming at you right now. It's Jermel. It's Tony H. Oh, heck yeah. Jermel, this fight is supposed to happen in June. In May, Tony Harrison pulls out. What's changed for you emotionally in the six months since that's happened? I mean, I can say I'm more, I'm more excited because this is now taking place again. I'm, more, I'm happier now in my life, and I'm also happier with the fight being approaching. It can't come any faster than what it is. I can't wait till the world get to really see um, the truth about Jamel Charlotte, but also understand the truth about Mr. Harris. When we look back to May, Tony told us at that time he no longer respected you as a man for the way in which you handled your first defeat. How much do you respect him as a man now that he pulled out of the rematch and forced this to extend another season? I have no respect for Tony Harrison because of the way he, he, like I said, tried to manipulate the system. He pulled out of the fight knowing for real, for real, that you the champion, you got to defend against it. I guess he wanted the easier route. There ain't no easy routes in this thing, especially when you get to the top. You got to fight. You're going to have to fight some of the best. You're going to have to. And then you might be able to get your chance. Everybody wants that 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 Mayweather world. You gotta live your own life and be you. They, you can't get the Mayweather world after a controversial almost win, don't know if you lost type of fight. You know, this you gotta prove yourself. And I don't got no respect for him in that in that manner. Then he talks and runs around like like he's supposed to tell me how to control my emotions after a loss of being undefeated my whole life and career, and I worked my ass off in that training camp. And he want me to be sit back and be like, okay, I lost to you when I know damn well I didn't. I ain't lose to you, and that's your fault. That's the judge's fault, but it's my fault. It's my fault that I didn't close out the night the way I should have. Jermel, you said in May that you were in a ruthless state of mind entering the rematch. A few weeks ago, I read where you said you're the happiest you've been in a long time. So where are you at emotionally right now as you head into this rematch? I'm all over the place. I'm happy in my heart, which 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 brightens my which brightens my my feel about everything else. But when it comes to fighting. I'm working on this sport of boxing. I'm still the, the animal, the most ruthless person. You want to know? Let me tell you something. I'm conscious. At first, at one point, I wasn't conscious of this. I was just doing things. Just recklessly doing things. And, and I would pay the consequences later. Now, I'm more conscious of it. And I'm, 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 I'm sort of bitter taking my time. But I'm, I'm furious. I'm even more furious that I have to be patient, you know, because I'm more of an impatient person. But I have to, these are the things that I say that make me happy. What makes me happy is that I'm able to teach myself and learn things about myself. It was hard to be patient, but now I'm patient, I'm proud of myself. And that's what makes me happy, that I'm able to cope with myself and do things with myself and on my, on my own and by myself. Now, 
I get another opportunity again, December 21st, do I take take it, my time and or do I go buck wild? I mean, what would what would what would y'all do? What would a regular person do? Yeah, the ones that really want to win a fight and they would expect me to come in this thing being all ruthless and crazy. Nah, man. Still gonna be a roach. I'm still gonna be that dominant, victory, victorious fighter that I've always been. I live undefeated in my mind. I'm undefeated in my heart. And I'm not gonna sit back and let because I lost weaken me, or because they took that from me weaken me. A title is a title. A title is what it is. It's a title. I'm the people champ. I am a full throttle champion, completely all the way around. It's a lot of noise to be made at 154. It's a lot of unfinished business at 154. So now I'm taking my time instead of being, you know, worried about what they think about me. Just live my life and be me as long as I'm happy because they ain't worried about me after this fight. They ain't worried about me during my off season. Nobody trying to correct my life and tell me to do the things the right way there, then. So now I'm, I got to be the one smart enough to take my time and do it the right way. Now here I am trying to do it the right way. And now I'm going to do it the right way and I'm going to get my belt back. You gave me, you gave me ammo. Mr. Tony, you gave me ammo. Jamel, you look spectacular in blowing away late replacement Jorge Coda in June. Were you making a direct statement to Tony Harrison with your performance? I was just being me. That was a part of the growth in me. Jorge Coda was just one of the individuals that was in the way. Coda told me he was. Coda told me he was a demon. He 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 been more at risk in his life, and I was the, the mistake that I made by choosing him as a replacement. He been ready and all of this other BS. And I'm just like, thank you, thank you for that, thank you for that insight. I ain't never was gonna take it lightly. I was training hard for for Harrison. So what that did was let me know the Coda fight was the fight to let me know you are on the right track to getting your belt back. That's why I did Coda the way I did him. Because I just let me do me, my skills be my skills. And it, and it showed. He didn't last three rounds. And then when I put him to sleep, I put him to sleep. That was a mistake. Dropped him one time with a shot that I didn't even think would knock him down. Just getting warmed up. But, you know, when you're on the outside, when you're on the inside looking out at you, at yourself, you don't really know where you at. You don't know how hard you're hitting. I don't, I don't hit myself. I don't know how hard I hit. That's, that, that was a fight. That was a fight that showed me keep excelling from here and see where you're going to go. And I think now my time is coming. I'm ready to put on a show again. I'm going to do it victoriously, viciously, most ruthlessly. Harrison will have been off for almost a full year. You had that interim fight with Coda, like we mentioned. Who does that benefit more, the circumstances in terms of activity or being off entering this rematch? Traditionally, it benefits me because I was able to take a fight in the midst of it. Untraditionally, he gets a break from boxing. And untraditionally, he doesn't get to make money. So that really, that that's, that's a 50-50. I mean, it's a struggle, man, when you got to feed your family and you don't get the chance to feed your family because you get the, because you, you fake the injury. You set yourself back. Now you got to go through all kind of other things in your life to try to, to try to like regroup 
now you regrouping all kind of other things. It's just, you know, when I'm when I tell you I made some tremendous changes in my life from what I eat, from what I drink, from how I sleep and rest. Ezra, I'm 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 so I'm so ready for this fight. It's just I want to see what Jamel Charlo bring to the table. You know, they talk a lot about the Charlo twins and this and that. It's things in boxing that we can't do. It's things in boxing that that we can't control. But I will be able to control when I do get my opportunities. When opportunity seeks us, I got to destroy it. All right, Jamel, take me back. You first get the phone call. Harrison pulls out, ankle injury, rematch not happening. What's your reaction at that point? Well, you know, everybody's heart drops. Like, oh, for real? But I'm a businessman behind everything else. I know you got to continue to go. You got to, you can't stop. Boxing is, I'm, I'm glad for the sport of being a year-round sport. I hate that it ain't a union because that's why everybody get to make these rational deci- uh, thoughts and decisions, try to say who's fearful of who and all of this. Every warrior is a warrior. And I believe that him dropping out of the fight, you know, was his decision. But I got to keep on pushing. And doesn't change much. If I got to fight someone else, throw him in there, I'm supposed to do what I got to do. Man. If I say I'm the best in the weight division, I have to be the best. I have to continue to be on my P's and Q's. That's what it is. Are you of the belief that this rematch is personal for you or just business? I say this rematch is very personal for me. I mean, not a lot of people get to revenge their loss, their first loss. I watched in in this in this fight. I watched uh, other fighters in my weight division actually really lose. Like Hurt, Hurt actually really lost. Nothing controversial. J Rock won that fight. It's other fighters in the division that lost. It's not too many people that lost with the with the thoughts of knowing that they really won. So I won. Business wise. Jermel, in your heart of hearts, is there any part of you that would subscribe to the belief that you underestimated Tony Harrison's ability heading into that first fight? I don't think I underestimated him the last fight. I was just personally dealing with a lot of personal things that could could possibly weigh a little bit heavier on my shoulders at the time. I'm a free man. I'm free spirit, free everything. Training is better. Everything is comfortable for me, and I'm, I'm excited that I get to go in there and be more at peace and relaxed while I, I capture the belt back. You know, when I was younger and I was fighting for the title, it was free, and I won it. I had to make strategy. Everybody got to fight through adversity in, 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 in a fight, or regardless of what it is, and these are the chances that you take by being a boxer. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, and I want to see what I can do. I'm curious, Jermel, what's been the interaction between you and Tony since he pulled out of that fight back in May? Has there been any social media back and forth? Have you seen any interviews in which specific quotes uh, got onto your skin? How, how, how close have you guys been at all entering this? I haven't, I haven't, I have no respect for him. For the move that he, Pool. I have no respect for that. 
And I'm not trying to make anybody dislike him. If y'all are a fan of Tony, that's y'all. Y'all are a fan. But any man that pulls out of a fight, talk all of this talk, all of this talk, and then turn around and say something about we have a press conference. Like the last press conference that I had with him, he gets all in your face and all the disrespect and all of this, and then turn around and he pulls out. What was those people that were saying, oh, he was this and this and that? I'm going to let y'all in on something. Tony faked that injury. He faked that injury. And y'all will see. Y'all will see for yourself why I say that. I'm not just speaking this. I have facts. He spoke it himself. Came out the horse's mouth. How important is this fight to the idea of you fulfilling that right potential that was adorned to you from the beginning to become that crossover star, that pound-for-pound ranked contender. What does this fight mean in terms of that journey? Well, this fight is big for me because I get to end the year with a, with a bang. I get the, I put on a fight last year. I started the Fox PBC fight, and I had to flip a coin. That was kind of cool. Really know that I'm already that guy, but, you know, I ain't going to... I'm not going to emphasize too much in that because it's all about this opinions, you know. Everything that is people thinking pound for pound and all of that, it's kind of opinionated. So many, so many pound for pound fighters that they say are good. But, I mean, I don't know where I stand on people's lists. So I try not to even focus on that. That's not my idea. You know, my idea is just to be who I am, get what I can while this window is open. Train hard, live life right, and be focused on, the, you know, everything that comes in and play with this. From the good and the bad, I got to go, I got to roll with the punch. Straight up, in what ways will this rematch be different against Honey Harrison than the first fight? I'm bigger, I'm stronger, I'm faster, I'm smarter. That makes a big difference in a fighter. Regardless if he's bigger, stronger, and faster, I feel like I'm always one up on him. You think this fight will bury the hatchet in the in the feud between you and Tony Harrison. Is this just another chapter in your career, or do you really look at this as a grudge that will be fight forever, no no end in sight for this thing? I take this fight like... I don't know, man. Like, the way I'm trying to end this fight... <laughs> the way I'm trying to end this fight, I don't think they're going to want no rematch with me. The way I want this fight to turn out, you're not going to want this to happen again. But then, you know, just like I knocked out Lubin, everybody say, oh, so, I mean, you never can win. You never can make it in the way you want to. They always got something to say. There's always going to be something they talk about. And that, that's what's not fair about certain things that people think and say and how they, how they, how they maneuver. I mean, you give me the respect, you give me the respect. Respect lines on it. You like what I've been doing in the sport. You follow me. You watch me. You, we press forward as a, as 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 my career goes until I'm out of the sport. And I'm gonna be still in this sport because I want lines only promotion and be one of the biggest, baddest companies walking around. I learned a lot of different things in this sport as I then went through the sport. So um, I don't know. I don't know if we gonna have a trilogy. I want, the, I want all of the belts first. Let me capture that, and I'll come back and see all these other people later that I've, they decided they feel like they are a little bit better. And if I'm, my body feeling the same and it's feeling good, and I'm on it. I'll take it. 
All right, you and your brother Jamal have so cleverly lived this lions-only lifestyle, made it a brand for you. What makes up a lion as a pro boxer and a champion in 2019? Weather in a storm. You know, stalking your prey and being patient. That's what make up a lion. Final question here, just curious. Does Tony Harrison have lion blood in your eyes? Do you respect what he brings internally to the table for this rematch December 21st? Tiger blood. They dig different. Tony the Tiger is different. They not the they not really in the safari. They're not really hunting the same. The unity behind me is what I care a lot about. You live in ghost town. They don't eat too much. We're eating good over here. Look, Tony, there's always fireworks when you and Jermel get together. I don't care if it's uh, press conferences, face-to-faces, all that good stuff. But what happened at today's press conference in Los Angeles between you two? I'm, I'm probably saying that's going to happen every time we see each other, man. It's, it's, um, I, I'm telling you, man, it's like it's, it's not a, it's not a drop of love in my heart for him. Um, so it's it's too it's a lot of animosity, a lot of a lot of bad blood, a lot of hate, and um, it's only one way to settle that, man. That's fight. Tony, straight up, Jermel told us he believes you faked the injury which forced you to pull out of the originally scheduled rematch in June. How do you respond to that? I faked it. You faked the injury. I'm, I'm, I'm just rolling with what he's saying, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like, we need to make it like a, a, a charcoal monopoly board and, and put hit, put Jamel on each end of the block because I'm, I'm living in his real estate, man. I'm living in his head. Um. I think for me, uh, the, the best part about everything, man, is, is 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 him trying to find a way and a reason to say the things he's saying. But now, I'm, when I'm agreeing with it, he, he has no comeback for it. He just thinks that I'm really telling the truth. But it's all me playing a mind game, man. Like boxing is mental, and um, I'm living here. When I, if y'all don't see that, I'm living in his head. I am living in his head, man. And uh, um, it's no, it's no like. No, like my, like if you know me and I'm if you know guys from Detroit you know me no way I can fake anything I'm not even good at faking anything so uh, fake it is not something I'm good at doing so super bad take us through when you first realized and knew this rematch in June could not go off as scheduled what happens next in your in your mind um I, you know for me uh, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason, you know. I never question why, you know, why, why, why God let it happen to me at that moment, a uh, moment in time. Um, whatever, whatever the reason was, uh, I just answered back and said, you know what, I do better. Whatever I did, you know, I do better. I, I make, I, I make a turnaround from it. But I never questioned it. Um, I watched him fight the fight with uh, Jorge, and that's when like my fuel lit again. You know, to, to, to see him back on the scene yelling and screaming, I did it, I told y'all, I did this, I'm oh, I'm back. Uh, you know, it just, it just, it's, it, it was like, damn, man, I wish, I wish it was, you know, I wish, I wish I was there that night because it would have went nothing like that. Tony, what's going to be different when this rematch happens 
almost a full year to the date of the first fight. How much does that extra six months mean, good or bad, for either of you? For me, it, it was it was more it was more um, me you know me 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 gathering everything, getting everything back together. Um, a year is a long time for any for anybody to do anything that they're, that they're good at doing. Um, so for me, it was just like gather yourself. Uh, it, it gave us time to bring the team, the, the, the team closer together. It gave me a little more time to spend time with my family and my kids. It gave me a little more time to, you know, put a little more time into our kids. That's at the gym every day. It just gave me a little more time to do all that. Um, time, I think, sometimes is, is good for you. You know, the sports start to get a little, a little draining at times, not only with the sport, but just with the politics of the sport, with the guys that we got in the sport. It just started to get a little draining. So, so, the, so it took me off. It took me off. It gave me time to rejuvenate myself, uh, not only physically, but mentally. When it comes to this rematch, straight up, is this business or is this personal for you? For me, it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. Um, it's, it's not so much personal with me when it comes to like, it's like a personal thing with me. It's more of a thing where, I, where I'm just going to pull to him personally that I'm just a better athlete, man. Like, it's, it's, there's nothing more self-gratifying to me than to just prove that I'm just better than you. And that's all I want to do. I'm just, I just want to prove to you. I want to humble you and just show you that I'm just better than you. That's all I want to do is just prove to you once again that you said it. You said it on camera. That if, I, if, that, if Tony Harrison beat me again, he's just better than me. And that's all I want to prove. Tony, you beat Charlo at a time that he he looked poised to be ready for pound-for-pound pound recognition, the potential of crossover stardom. He was the first choice to represent PBC in the Fox deal. Why were you the one who was able to solve him in that may? In that may? I'm the most dangerous guy in the division. Um, 6'1", super fast, strong. So I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just carry all the attributes that uh, a guy... A guy really don't want to fight like I'm like a like um like I could do it all like I can box I can ball I can come forward I can I can fight off my back foot I can fight off my front foot I'm super tough mentally I ain't no quitting me so I got I got all the attributes man that just show why I'm the best in the division you can't just walk me down because I ain't weak um it's like it's, it's it's hard it's hard to beat me man it's it's and, I, and I'm a thinker at that, man. I'm, 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 I'm the ultimate chess player in the ring. I'm a thinker. So I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm the hardest guy to beat in the division. I ain't stuck on one thing. I'm good at adjusting. I'm the, hard, I'm the hardest guy to beat, period. Would you subscribe to the idea that last December you exposed Jermel Charlo in the first fight? Well, actually, he been exposed. He exposed himself a long time ago. Um, Josh Jackson, oh, <clears throat> what was his name? Something Jackson. John Jackson. John Jackson fought him and was doing all to, like awesome with him. Awesome. Outboxing him and everything. And I'm looking at him like, damn, if he can outbox him, I wonder what I would be able to do to him. You know, he was on a, he was on a good end of the stick, uh, with Vinus Matarosian. Um, he fought the guy from Canada and, 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 and you know, struggled. So I think I think he I think he been exposed, man. I think he been exposed. I just think uh, Al Heyman 
did a good job picking up picking his uh his uh his his his, his compadres. But he been exposed. I think for me, uh, I, I exposed him even more. Um, but but that's that. But I but you know what? That's that's not even taken away from myself. I think I can do that against anybody. Tony, do you feel like you've already defeated him mentally because of the interactions between the two of you heading into this rematch? I've been beating him mentally. Um, after the first loss, he showed that uh, for me, to me, he's never had his back against the wall. Um, everything always went his way. And that WBC belt defined him as a person. Without that belt, he was nothing. Um, so now that he can't walk around flashing and and, and, and and toting that belt around, he lost. He's a lost, he's a lost, he's a lost individual, man. He lost without that belt. For me, I don't even carry the belt around, man. I, I never needed the belt to define who I was. Um it just it just solidified who I wanted to be and who I wanted to become. But it but I you know I don't even I don't even carry that belt around no more. Um so I just think you got two two guys that's on opposite ends of the stick, but you know, uh we I I'm breaking him down piece by piece, not only mentally but but that chapter one was was just a a little piece of me breaking him down a little more. Now this chapter two, we're gonna break him down a little more and more at a time. We got we got to get him ready for the suicide watch. Nobody reps their home city quite like you in the relationship that you've had with Detroit. What is it about your city that has made you such a unique individual and fighter and and inspires you to represent the D to this day? And you got to breathe the air. You gotta breathe air. You gotta drink the water. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta walk down the street and hear pit boys barking uh, at every other house. You gotta, you gotta see the grass, the 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 sun eating up the grass, and every other every other house you go to, you see brown grass, you see green, you see brown grass, you see green. You gotta see the hustlers walking through the atmosphere. You gotta see the robbers keeping you on your toes. Like everything, everything about that, everything about that. Everything about Detroit, man, you gotta love, man. You you gotta love the raggedy girls that uh, that walk around twerking their goddamn day. I be like, woo, 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 like you gotta like that little nasty stuff. Like you gotta be from Detroit to understand what I'm saying, man. You gotta like that little nasty stuff, man. It's it's, man, it's 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 a blessing that God put me, birthed me in the city of Detroit, man. Like literally, like. I didn't been around the world. I didn't been to every city. It's some nice cities in the, in the, in the, in the, in the country, man. I cannot leave Detroit. I cannot leave that raggedy piece of junk. I cannot leave it, man. I love it, man. I love everything about it, man. I love that every day that you walk around there, like you got to be aware of your surroundings, man. That's, that's what makes me a man, like being aware of your surroundings. And Detroit makes you that. Like it makes you aware of your surroundings. I love it. Like I love, like I'm going to change it for the world. Like so, so now I come out here and then I see, I see him. Like I, I can already tell you, he's pretending. I'm around killers all the time. I'm around living legends every day, man. Real millionaires, living legends. And I can tell he pretending, man. You know, so it's it's easy for me to spot a fake, man. It's it's easy. It's, I can pinpoint on spot a fake every time. I'm curious here, Tony. What do the two words "lions only" mean to you? Nothing. <laughs> That don't, that don't make or break me. Um, I, I think it's a, it's a brand that they built um, from from success uh, with, with with them being able to fight, but it means nothing to me. Um, it was Lions Only Promotions uh, the first fight. It's Lions Only Promotions this time. I mean, let me guess. He gonna hire the judges. Let me guess. He gonna 
he gonna do this. He gonna have he gonna have a, a, a sixteen by sixteen ring. I mean, whatever it is. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever perks come with all that. Let let it be. Let it be that. I mean, I've been beating eyes my whole life, man. Um, so I don't even worry about. I don't even worry about nothing that he can. He can do outside the ring. I don't. I don't even worry about. It. I don't even care. It don't even phase me. And that's that's what that's what uh, I think. That's what what sport is going so so wrong at. What what where these guys is losing so much of their heart at is. They care too much about stuff that they can't control. Like we, I can't control that. Whatever, whatever comes with the referees and the, I can't control none of that. All I can control is my twelve rounds in that ring when I when I get the fight. All right. When it comes to fight night in this rematch, how is this going to look different from the first fight, if at all? It's going to be easier. It's going to be easier. I'm already in his head. Um, he, I think, in his head, he's trying to figure out how, like how, like what can I do different to to beat him. You know, so I think I think I, I know I know they won the mental battle and everything. Um, I got him over the edge. I got him. I got him. I got him riled up, knowing he don't want to fight me in like real life. So I got him all riled up, and um, now it's just about capitalizing. Now um, I think I think we put a little more pressure together, put a little more combinations together. Um, he fights my fight. I make him fight my fight, and that's a good thing about being a great fighter. Being a great fighter, you I make him fight how I want him to fight. I make him fight at the pace I want him to fight. I make him fight at the speed I want him to fight. I let him punch when I'm ready for him to punch. So I think that's the that's my best attribute about being a fighter is I'm the puppet master. Like, I I, I control you. I, I make you do it when I want you to do it. Charlo thought he won the first fight. What is he missing in terms of what you were able to do that he didn't necessarily pick up on and, and expect the judges to reward? He's missing three judges. He missing the three judges that said he didn't win. He missing. He, I think. He, I think that's just self-explanatory. Like, like his, like his ego is kicking in. I think his whole team parades his morale so much where they like, man, dog, man. You know what, man? You you won that fight, man. We know you won that fight, man. They cheated you, man. They don't like you. So now, no. So now when, so now when, like your conscious, consciously, when you hear that stuff. Every day, every day, every day, and they can they just they just drilling that in you. Oh man, man, you know what they teach you? They just don't like you. So now your excuse is, oh, well, yeah, they, I know they don't like me, man. Them judges don't like me, man. You was on that, you was on a good end of the, uh, some uh, some uh, some close fights, uh, uh, some close fights that they handed your way. Come on, man, like this is the sport we in, man. But like I said, when your back is never against the wall and you don't know how to handle adversity, you come up with excuses, and that's what he does. Tony Jermel told us the difference in the first fight. I mean, the difference heading into this rematch is that he has lion's blood and he thinks you only have what he calls tiger blood. And ultimately, that's not good enough. How do you respond to that? Man, listen to me. You can. I don't know if you ever been to the Universal Circus. I don't know if they even had that where you from. But in Detroit, the Universal Circus is it's like one of the biggest things that come around every year. I take my my, my you know my the, the 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 woman takes the lady takes the, my son and daughter every year. The biggest attraction at that place is a lion. I'm talking about all oh, my son be like, "Oh, daddy, did you see the lion? It's so cute and cuddly and fuzzy." Like like it's it's that that's the main attraction. But you know what it showed me is when is when it comes down to it a lion can always be tamed. You can always tame a lion to 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 get him to perform, and, and it, like that. That's what he is. He's the attraction. You're the lion. You the you the attraction, nigga. You gonna get everybody to come. Oh, you gonna get all the biggest stars, and 
But come on, man, you you ain't you ain't never seen an ape in 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 the, in the Universal Circus. You can't tame them. You can't <laughs> like once 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 they go on, once they go crazy, how you gonna stop? You gotta kill them. Them lions, man, you can tame them. You can you can treat you know stand up, put your paws up like this, and you sit down, sit down, lion, sit down, lay down. You give him a little treat, and he happy. That's what I'm doing him. I'm, I'm whatever, whatever that is. What's, what's that called? That the, the, the circus guy, the leader of the circus got to do all that. What's it, what's it called? I'm the circus master. He's my lion. I got my little whip. Stop it. You, you, you sit down. Then I say sit down. Then I say sit down. And that's, that's me jabbing his ass. Then I say sit down. Stop it. That's what I'm doing, man. I'm just, I'm just whipping him to death. I'm whipping him. I'm 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 the circus master, man. That's what, and I'm I'm gonna tame you once again. Tony, you outboxed him in the first fight. Could you potentially stop him when it comes to this rematch, knocking Charlo out? Man, I I, I watched that fight, and I told myself like, if you didn't give up so much ground at times in that fight, and you would have pressed forward, let your hands go, I could have stopped you. In my heart, I believe I could stop. You, period. All right, final question here. What will this rematch potentially do for the brand of Tony Harrison? It's not going to do nothing for me that I already don't know. Um, in order for me to lose, I got to beat myself. Um, I, I've, 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 I've triumphed over the things. I've hurdled over the, over the, over the obstacles that I, that, I, that I could come into to, 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 to change the things I needed to change. Right now, if you, right now it's, it's the wrong time to fight me. I made my mistakes early. I learned from my mistakes early. So you can't beat me without me beating myself. I beat myself twice already. You you won't never catch me doing that again. Everything is calculated now. Everything comes with numbers. Everything comes with analytics nowadays. So everything everything is everything for us is just calculated, man. You can't beat me. You can't beat me at all. 